This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Health officials confirmed 41 additional cases of coronavirus on Monday and more than 350 cases over the weekend as the state reported its 47th death due to the respiratory virus. A woman in her 90s died at a Billings hospital on Saturday. The Yellowstone County Health Department reported the woman's death was the 18th in 20 days in the county, 15 attributed to an outbreak at Canyon Creek Memory Care in Billings. The state reported a record 224 new cases of COVID-19 on Saturday, 89 on Sunday, and 41 on Monday. Total cases are now 3,381. Lewis and Clark County has one additional case with 105 confirmed cases. 61 people remain hospitalized. The state's mask mandate applies to 25 of the state's 56 counties. Montana has one of the lowest per capita rates in the nation, but the average daily caseload in the state has risen 112% in the last two weeks, That's third highest in the U.S., according to an analysis by National Public Radio. States frustrated by private laboratories' increasingly long turnarounds for COVID-19 test results are trying to find ways to salvage their testing programs. Last week, we reported to you here on Made in Montana News that state officials say it is dropping Quest Diagnostics, one of the nation's largest diagnostic testing companies, after it told state officials last week that it was at capacity and would be unable to accommodate more tests for two to three weeks. Quote, we don't want to be left high and dry again in the event that the national demand for testing puts a state like ours onto the back burner. That's according to Democratic Governor Steve Bullock. Instead, he said, the state is enlisting Montana State University's lab to process up to 500 tests a day and has finalized a contract with a new private lab, Mako Medical in North Carolina, for an additional 1,000 tests a day. California, Florida, and Pennsylvania are also contracting with other private labs, and CVS Pharmacies, which uses Quest, for COVID tests at many of its sites nationwide, also says it's looking for more lab partners to reduce wait times. Officials for Quest, which handles about 130,000 tests a day in 20 laboratories, said testing has been limited by a global shortage of the machines and chemical reagents needed to perform COVID-19 testing. Quest officials warned this week it could get worse as the flu season starts this fall. A wait of a week or more for results can make the tests irrelevant, since few people, especially those without symptoms, are likely to remain quarantined for that long, and if the test comes back positive, they may already be over the disease. Public health officials and researchers say smoke from the upcoming wildfire season could make people more susceptible to catching COVID-19 and make patient outcomes more deadly. Dr. John Balmas is a California-based medical researcher 
at the University of California, San Francisco, and UC Berkeley School of Public Health. He says, quote, there's already pretty good evidence from China, Italy, and one important study in the U.S. to suggest that people that are infected with the virus who are exposed to fine particulate pollution have increased risk of severe COVID-19 and death. Fine particle pollution, known as PM2.5, can bypass the body's natural defenses and is known to cause a myriad of health issues. Baum's pointed to a preliminary Harvard research that indicates an increase in average PM levels by just one microgram is associated with an 8% increase in COVID-19 deaths. And forecasts show Montana could face an above-normal fire season this year. The Montana High School Association has announced its plan for sports to take place this fall amid the coronavirus pandemic. MHSA Executive Director Mark Beckman wrote in a press release that the High School Association has formulated a five-tier system that will help schools navigate the fall sports season. Fall sports are currently operating under Tier 1, in which practices and games are held as scheduled. August 13th is the first day of Class AA and Class A golf, and the first day for competition for the golfers is August 15th. Cross-country, football, soccer, and volleyball all have the same return dates, August 14th for first practice, August 27th for first competitions. Participants must wear face masks, per Governor Bullock's directive. The MHSAA left fan attendance up to the schools in consultation with their local health departments. If fall sports enter Tier 2, practices will be delayed or interrupted and non-conference games will be canceled. Tier 3 would include a shortened conference season. Tier 4 would involve a mid-season practice interruption and adjustments to postseason dates, formats, and sites. In Tier 5, practices would be called off for a long period of time. Only some contests would be held, and teams would enter round-robin play for the regular season and postseason. If an entire school goes into quarantine, scheduled contests for that school's teams will be considered no contest. Teams will forfeit if they decide not to travel to a location where competitions are held. The MHSA also canceled the All-State Band, Choir, and Orchestra Music Festival, which was scheduled to run October 14th to the 16th. It will not be rescheduled. It isn't just in Montana and Gallatin County where confrontations are reported after local residents push back against stricter rules for wearing face coverings in discussions with public health officials. Similar scenes to the one in Gallatin County have been reported in Idaho, Utah, and Wyoming, where local officials imposed new mask rules and were met with resistance from those citing constitutional reasons against wearing them. Mask opponents in Gallatin County sent hundreds of written comments to a six-hour virtual hearing that was largely focused on whether to adopt a local mask mandate. That didn't stop health officials from approving the measure on Friday. In Idaho, a health board meeting held via teleconference to discuss a mask mandate was canceled after 50 people showed up, some forcing their way into the building.
The Montana Department of Corrections has named Deputy Warden Jim Sammonson as acting warden at the Montana State Prison following the resignation of Lynn Geyer last week. Sammonson is a 31-year veteran at the prison and is currently serving as warden. The state is conducting a search to fill the position permanently. Geyer submitted his resignation July 16th. No reason has been given for the resignation. A federal review of existing data for the western bumblebee population shows numbers falling by as much as 93% in the last two decades. The find by the U.S. Geological Survey will help inform a species status assessment set to begin this fall by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Ultimately, it may add bumblebees to the endangered species list. Tabitha Graves, senior author of the study and a research ecologist with the survey, said the trend with western bumblebee population documented between 1998 and 2018 is troubling because of their important role as pollinators. Quote, they contribute a lot of money in terms of pollination services for our food crops. 70 to 80 percent of flowered plants and crops are pollinated by animals overall. Pollination contributes to $20 billion of agriculture in the U.S. Bumblebees also pollinate plants in the wild, such as huckleberries, which are a staple source for bears. Dana Cox Foster, research leader and location coordinator at the Department of Agriculture's Pollinating Insects Research Unit at Utah State University, blames habitat fragmentation, pesticides, a warming climate, and pathogens for the decline. There are also worries that bumblebees used in commercial pollination are spreading pathogens to the western bumblebee population. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on anchor.fm slash j-scott or on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. The podcast has listeners in 30 states and provinces in 15 countries on six continents. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.